Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk more NBA draft with Reed Wallach from BetQL. Reed, uh, what's been the biggest shock for you tonight so far? I mean, it's got to be Josh Primo Come going on, 12 to the Spurs. Come on, man. That, that, yeah, that's definitely a shock. I mean, listen, it's one of those things where you could trade back. Everyone's trying to trade up for the Chris Duarte's, the Corey Kispert's. And, you know, Josh Primo, I know it's not all about betting markets, but his prop closed at 27 and a half. You know, he's a project. He's the youngest player in the draft. You could trade back to, you know, 20. He'll still be there, you know? Yeah. So this is something that, I, I mean, look, maybe Pop is trying to be smarter than us. But I don't see it at all. I think that they pass up on someone like Moses Moody. I know you mentioned Ryan uh, Sanguine, the big man. They need a big man. Yeah, I lost that on one. That. Yo, so Reed, that, that's the two. I, I had a nice 3-0 and start to the night, man. And then when Sanguine didn't go, that one killed me. I actually, and I got him early, man, where it was 13 and a half. That kills me. And then um, Moses Moody as well. So now a 3-2 and two night. Doesn't feel as good. How's your night going so far? Um, so so far, so good. Um, I had Scotty Barnes going four yeah. at a big number, so that got me, you know, a nice head start, nice lead. And then I was on Franz Wagner unders nine and a half, yeah. so I, I'm off and running here. But I did lose some on book night. Um, I had him at under ten even, and that still didn't get home uh, with Davion Mitchell sneaking into the Kings. I was expecting him to go over that number, but overall, good night, and it looks like it's shaping up. Um, I still have. I have a Sharif Cooper over 21. I have a Jared Butler under 26 and a half. Gayron Sharp under 30 and a half. I got like a whole laundry list here. And Miles McBride under 29 and a half. So I'm still in good shape. And, you know, I love the draft in general just from a roster building standpoint. So, yeah, I mean, this is a fun night no matter what. But Josh Primo going 12 is definitely confusing. That doesn't take it away from anything. Man, come on, man. Look, I, I, got, I got Cody Kispert under 13 and a half. Yeah, that's a brutal one. I was thinking Charlotte was going to be the landing spot for him, put a shooter next to LaMelo, but it's tough to pass a book night with his ability to yeah. score. Him, him, LaMelo, if they re-sign Malik Monk, that's going to be a wild backcourt. Yeah, and like, we just, just got breaking no, news no. here that Moses Moody was selected by the Golden State Warriors at 14. Get out of here. That's, an, that's a great pickup. That's really good, man. And and they know value. Because if he would have fallen to, to 15, I would. you and Ryan would have had to do the rest of this show. That's pain right there, <laughs> though, when you have him under 11 and a half. That is absolute pain. You know who I really like? I really love what the – and I've said this before, Reed, and I've been wrong before, but I really love what the Orlando Magic are doing. Who do you think has been the biggest winner in this draft so far? It has to be Orlando. I, if you yeah. and I said this, uh, I said this to a friend right after the picks. If you flipped around picks four and seven with what the Magic got at five and eight, and they end up with Scotty Barnes and Jonathan Kaminga, no one's really talking about them. Like, sure, those are two higher upside prospects. I happen to like Scotty Barnes a lot, but you end up with Jalen Suggs, who might end up being you know a top three prospect in this draft when it's all said and done. He's a great two way player, can handle the ball. He's going to be your point guard for the next ten years, hopefully. And then you got Franz Wagner, who's as polished as they come on the wing. Kaminga's more of a prospect. So if you're the Magic and you give up on Busevich at the end of last year, you're in good shape now to maybe get back into that play-in game mix. I think Wagner and Suggs are both instant contributors. It was a, They're definitely the winners of this draft. 
Do you have a, a, a lean as to what Sacramento is going to do? They drafted Davion Mitchell. You already have Halliburton there, as well as the fact that you have um, De'Aaron Fox, your star. And I always joke that he's so young. I feel like he's 12 years old. Sometimes he's actually <laughs> 23 years old. But still in that max yeah. deal, like, I've smelled something fishy to have three guards, three ball-dominant guards coming together. But what, what, is your, what is your feeling of that situation? Yeah, that's another pick that was confusing to me. I thought Mitchell was going to fall you know, down to Indiana at 13, Golden State at 14. He ends up going nine. I think Sacramento has to be going, you know, big man there against Sanguine, maybe a wing like Moses Moody who could be maybe a stretch four as he pans out. i got to be honest, this feels like a typical Sacramento confusing pick. I feel like this is every year the Kings do what the Kings typically do. So to answer your question, I don't really know what the Kings are doing because Mitchell – this is his prime is like right now. He's coming in as an older prospect. He's got to hit the ground running, and he might eat away at this the Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton backcourt that really was building momentum towards the end of the year. Reed, do you like the uh, move that the Lakers made today, flipping some dudes no. for Russell Westbrook? So I am of the belief that Russell Westbrook is a losing player. He he does not. He's a net negative when he's on the floor. And sure, he could win you some regular season games, and he plays hard. He racks up triple doubles, but. When it comes to playoff time, this Lakers team, that is a – this is a team I'm looking to fade. This is a – you know, I saw their number was shrinking in the finals market. You know, you guys know I'm a big Nets fan. This was music to my ears that the Lakers picked up Russell Westbrook because their spacing's gone. Their depth is gone. They have no assets whatsoever anyway. So, you're rolling out Russ, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. And listen, I'm a LeBron guy. I believe he's still great. But Russell Westbrook is going to ultimately hold this team back. And no, I do. I'm, I think Buddy Heald would have been a much better pickup. Man, but you don't, you don't, you don't like the fact that Russell Westbrook brings that star power there. Because I, I will say though, I, I'm all with you. I'm with you mm-hmm. with the fact that um, maybe he's a little limited. But if you could use that same package that you got for uh, that you would have gotten Betty Hill for to switch it for a guy like Russell Westbrook, why not use that star power and just fill it in? fill in the rest with, uh, you know, shooters around the fringe. Yeah, I. but again, I mean, if you're going to move AD to the five, then sure, you could almost use Westbrook as your anchor down low and you put AD on the outside of the perimeter. But I'm just, I don't know. I think Westbrook, we've seen this before. And look, Quinn, you're, you're a DC guy. You know, Westbrook, he's been changing, you know, changing teams left and right now. I just think that we've seen this all play out before, especially in the postseason when the games pick up the possessions tight end. We see too many two dribble pull-ups from the elbow. I personally just don't see it. And I think that in a competitive Western conference where you have a team like the Warriors on the upswing, this is ultimately going to be a problem. I, I don't think Westbrook, I think we've seen his best days. And I think that ultimately he's going to top out in the playoffs like he has the past few years. Reed, I know we're talking NBA draft, but what are your thoughts on Max Scherzer and Trey Turner both going to the Dodgers, man? So, I try to stay off Twitter as much as possible in the draft because I enjoy, like, you know, the authenticity of it all. Right. I Picks get tipped much ruins the draft. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know, like, the full details of Scherzer and Turner going, but I still don't understand. Was Scherzer not going to the Padres two hours ago? Because it's just ridiculous that the Dodgers seem to always have the farm system to make a move of this magnitude. It's, it's honestly, it's ridiculous. Hey, what, do you think Ben Simmons gets moved tonight? Where do you think Ben Simmons ends up? I don't think he's getting moved tonight. If I were to look for a team that's going to draft or trade for him, though, I think he's got to end up in a place like Cleveland, maybe a place like Sacramento. I think rebuilding rosters are the best place for Ben Simmons to rehab his image, but also 
a team could be crafted around him. I've never believed in his fit next to Joel Embiid. So putting him in his own system, and then you start to build maybe four out shooters, maybe a rim running big next to him that doesn't need the ball as much as someone like Embiid. I think that's the best place to put him. And hey, maybe that's what Sacramento's looking to do. You know, get in on the Ben Simmons sweepstakes, and this is your superstar now for the future. So I think Simmons almost needs to build himself up from the ground from from the ground floor. Uh, Reed, thanks for joining us once again on BetMGM tonight. Quinn Mayo, Ryan Horvath. Source just told me that the Wizards are selecting Corey Kispert fifteenth overall. Really? Um, that's the pick. What is your? What are your? Wow, I'm still in shock that number one, I got that, but number two, it's a fact. Um, well, what is your what is your take on Kispert? I love his shooting. I mean, I think he's NBA ready. Gonzaga guys are really really uh, pertinent, and they typically work on the NBA. You look at uh, Clark, Rui, now Kispert, mm-hmm. and Suggs will be a really good player, I assume as well. What's your what's your feeling about Kispert? Yeah, Quinn, you're like the you're the DC newsbreaker. I got to ask you about Spencer Dinwiddie after, <laughs> but um, I I do like Corey Kispert. I think he is ready made for the pro game, and I think he's gonna fit well next to Bradley Beal. I think he could play on the perimeter. He doesn't need the ball much. He does, you know, as an efficient shooter, I think he shot over 45% in college. You know, he comes from a winning program. I think that's the kind of guy the Wizards want to look at, especially since it doesn't seem like they're going into a full teardown just yet. You know, maybe this opens an avenue to get off a of Davis Bertans contract and Kisper could fill his role as that high-volume three-point shooter. So what do you think about that, uh, Spencer, to the Wizards? Is that happening, Q? I think it is. You like that? I really do like it. And also you think with without Russell Westbrook, what point guard can they actually get? And with Kispert now as a shooter, he too. He stretches the floor. Um, I, I really think that he that, that Dinwiddie adds a, a layer of professionalism. Also, he's a 6'6 guard that can pretty much do it all on the floor. He also defends. The team hasn't played good defense, and he can he can knock down shots as well, something that you really haven't got from the point guard position. And um, what other point guards could you get, you know, when you look at the landscape of you lose Russell Westbrook, but what other – Play, you can't get Kyle Lowry. His ticket price is too high. You look at De'Aaron Fox. That'd be awesome to pair by by Beal, but they're going to want all the picks you own and Bradley Beal's right leg. So yeah. I, I think uh, I think that uh, ends up working out for that team. Reed, uh, I, I have to say, man, I'm a little I'm a little sad about my guy Scherzer. But is is there anything that you can give me any any bets that you like in the Olympics that can make my heart feel a little bit softer? I'm telling him <laughs> Shelly Ann Frazier Price, man, she's going to win the 100 meters tonight. Okay, well, I'm. What's her name? Maybe I'll hop in. Shelly Shelly Ann, Ann Fraser Price, Reed, and she's she's Shelly. the Reed. Just t- just tell them to take the Nets plus two twenty five. They're plus two twenty five right now at BetMGM, and I think that's a hell of a price. If that team stays, yeah, up, no, that write that in stone right now. Especially after this Lakers move, that Nets price should only go one way, and it's down. It's going to go closer. It's going to close this season. Probably sub two plus two hundred if I had to guess, especially based on this Lakers move. Oh, uh, you got anything else tonight, or for the Olympics, or even this weekend? I got nothing right now. I'm working on, it's going to be on BeckQL tomorrow, UFC card, uh, Team USA Czech Republic. That's Saturday morning. I'm going to have a play on that. That will all be up on BeckQL tomorrow night. Probably some draft recap, uh, draft recap stuff also. But, guys, thanks as always for having me on. Yeah, I love it, man. This is actually a sneaky good UFC card this weekend. Uh, Reed, have a good night, buddy. Thank you, Reed. Hey, thanks, guys. Reed Wallach, BeckQL. Check out his work. He'll have some new stuff. He's great with the UFC. Killing it so far with his draft props. I was killing it. Now I'm three and two. Still a chance tonight to go five and two, and I'll take five and two in draft props, especially when one of them nets you plus four fifty. It just made me so sad that Moses Moody. Like you know what's the worst too is when your dude goes like two picks later. Yeah, Moses Moody should have been a top eleven pick, and I'll I ha- die on that hill. I I was I don't know why I did this. I 
Loved Kispert for the Wizards. I was certain he was not going to fall to 15. I take the under 13 and a half. They draft some guy named Primo Rice to the Spurs. They also take Zaire Williams from the depths of hell in the top 10. And then all of a sudden I look up and Kispert is now a Washington Wizard. I'm happy and I'm sad at the same time. It's crazy, man. There's also been more trades. Uh, the Bucks traded their 31st pick for picks number 54, 60, and a future second. They have no cap space whatsoever, so they're not going to be looking to add any players. They're not going to even most likely be able to bring back Bobby Portis, so no big surprise right there. I'm, um, I love it, what they're doing at the NBA draft. They took some time to, to honor Terrence Clark, um, who passed away in a car accident earlier this year, um, a Boston, Massachusetts native uh, his family is there in attendance. They actually, they actually just cut to a special, uh, it seems like an interview, just commemorating uh, Terrence Clark's life with his mother. So really, really, really great gesture um, and show of class by the NBA for honoring Terrence Clark, who had just signed with Clutch Sports representation, yeah. um, was going to go in the top 10, maybe top 15, was a really highly touted prospect, passed away way too soon. So it's uh, one of the major saddest. kudos. One of the saddest stories um, of the sporting world this year. It's brutal. They just showed his little brother pointing to the screen saying, that's Terrence, and I'm just trying not to. Uh, don't want to look at the screen right now. That's a very great moment, but when you're on the air, woo, that could get the that could get the tears flowing, man. Um, you know, we love sports, and what a terrible story. Like, what a, you know, he should be there tonight, living his dream, very sad stuff, but good on the NBA to honor him. Absolutely. That, that is a, a brutal story. John Calipari, obviously, who coached him at Kentucky, Tweeted something out earlier, and uh, really good stuff, man. Really yeah. sad stuff as well.